everybody. Hello! We are here with Boy Oh Boy Conversations with Gray and JC. Grayson. JC. Grayson, how has your week been? So stressful. So stress. Is it because we're nearing episode 300 and you're getting Most all your definitely. notes in order oh, for absolutely. our indictment yeah, of, of Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Yeah. No, it's so much of my time. Okay. Yeah. But also... Work has been just a lot of work lately. A lot just of work. a lot going on. I hear a lot of people have been um, conspiring behind your back. Oh my goodness, so much conspiring against me that has been adding distress. Yeah, yeah Losing yeah. my mind there. Mm -hmm. I understand that. I understand that. And then, uh, like, my normal days off, I've been helping my uncle, uh, like, hang up blinds and stuff for the house that he uh, purchased. Oh. So I've been occupying most of my days off. Specifically hanging blinds. Yeah, he has, like, 20-something windows, and uh, none of them have blinds. And so he ordered a bunch of stuff to put up blinds, and he was like, hey, is there any chance you can help and he's family so obviously i'm gonna help him yeah um, but at some point you could be like hey uncle can i get a job other than the blinds well i'm sure i will help him with other things okay. that's just the primary thing going on and it is a lot of work so i understand why he needs help and it's that. easier for you to reach them this is true he's a feeble man is but it what is I've a whole to do <laughs> and it has uh, occupied my days off lately uh-huh so it's like last week Thursday, I was hanging blinds for several hours. Hell yeah. A, probably half of the Thursday. Were you like off. in the same room as him or were you isolated? No, we were working with him. My brother also helped on Thursday. Okay, okay. Then okay. on Friday, I had stream and D&D. Saturday, I worked. Sunday, I was hanging blinds again, but this time it was just me. My brother Damn. did not come. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and then I was back to work. So it's just been a lot going on and I've been doing a lot of stuff and I haven't really had a chance to rest. Yeah. How is blind hanging gone? Honestly, shockingly poorly. Really? Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't think it would be that difficult. I'm looking at blinds as we speak, but I've also I've only in the last couple years since having my apartment here in Austin learned how to use blinds. They were really quite confusing for the longest time. Well, the blinds we're hanging aren't even like these blinds. It's like one with the like string where you pull the not the string. Those have strings. Yeah, no, it does have a string. Oh, the twisty things. The twisty. No, it's not the twisty. It's like a single long looped cord the fuck and it l raises and lowers so it's it's not like a bunch of different single blinds okay. it's like one long sheet weird so it's but like they look a curtain nice. it's not it's not exactly a curtain either because they're gonna hang curtains in front of it oh it is very much a blind but it is like a blind that rolls up into a single roll that's odd and you roll it out i don't really understand how that works but good for them i'm glad they found their blinds and they're sticking with them but let me tell you jc okay tell me um, some of them have gone really well. Like once we figure out how to do it, you know, it's been going fine. Um, yeah. but sometimes because we're doing it really close to like the window and the windows in the wall and we don't necessarily know where anything in the wall is. Oh wow. Sometimes we hit little metal bits. No, not the metal bits. Not little the studs. Bits. No, not the studs. We don't hit the studs. <sighs> Thank I think God. the studs is actually a good thing because then we can drill the screw in and it, it actually holds I've a lot told better. you about my grandfather's notorious inability to find studs to fight despite his um stud finder he insists works, right? <laughs> No. He every time we ever need to hang anything ever, he pulls out his stud finder and it never fucking works and he insists that it does. But it never fucking does. And every time he'll spend an hour using it, realize it didn't work, and then we'll have holes in the wall, and eventually he'll just start banging with his knuckle till he finds it. Yeah, that that's it's probably way the easier. way a hundred percent. You just gonna knock until okay. it doesn't sound hollow. Yeah. Um studs would be great, but like we have you know, we can't really be picking and choosing where we hang the blinds. They just go where the windows are. Of course. Everyone, by the way, I'm sure is, I mean, just boiling over with excitement right now 
as episode 299 has long been built uh, as the blind episode of Boy Oh Boy. Darn right. So, But JC, uh-huh. we have broken four drill bits on stupid oh, okay. random metal bits in the wall. That's unfortunate. Like, we're out of drill bits to drill the holes for the screws. That is the thing that has held us up. Wait, drill bits are the things that are reusable, right? Like you keep in your kit? Yes. <laughs> That's not good. No, but they we keep hitting random metal things, then they keep snapping. Huh. Because we use a relatively thin drill bit so that you can still put the screw in and it still holds tight. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we hit something that's like metal in the window, Why do you snaps. have scrap metal in your uncle's walls? I don't think it's scrap metal. I think it is part of like the window installment. Oh. But it seems to be in different spots with Just every single random. window. That's exciting. So it's like we never know where to drill to not hit metal. And if we hit metal... So frequently, the drill bits are breaking. What area is his house in, by the way? What part of Austin? He's actually a little farther south than you. Oh. More to the east. So he's like barely in Austin. Right. Okay. Okay. He's like right on the cusp. But the place he, uh, it's like a newly built house in a newly built neighborhood. They're putting in a park. It's right by an elementary school. It's very nice. That's sweet. The layout is insane, though. Like, is it big? No, it's just absurd. Oh, bad. I, I don't know if bad is the word because it's kind of fun, but it's like if you were designing a house, why would you make it this way? Yeah. The first thing that's weird. Okay. The plot of land that they're on is just right up against their neighbors uh, on all sides. No. So uh-uh. it's like right up built against them. Yeah. But the plot also has a driveway. We never park in the driveway. We always park on the backside of the house because the backside of the house is more like a front door. And opens up to a road that and there's parking sense. on the side of the street. Yeah. So we just park on the side of the street on that side of the house. But there's a driveway that kind of pulls into the side and they have a garage. The driveway is their property. But that driveway, it's a long driveway, is used by like three or four houses. Of those bitches. But it belongs to him. It is in his like land deed. Well, I can get grandpa on the case. Because you saw it at the New York house up in, up in New York City in Queens, New York at my grandfather's house. He has a sign. Uh, what are those like weird plastic strips that you use? Like you shove them through the little rectangle and they can't come back out. They're zip ties. Twi- yeah, zip ties with zip ties. He has it hung up on his fence, and it says "Do not block driveway," because he shares it with his. Na- actually, Grandpa does it illegally because I'm sure your uncle actually owns the driveway. My grandfather doesn't. My grandfather shares it with his neighbor, but his neighbor rents out the the house to other people and so he thinks because he actually owns his house he's not renting that it belongs to him and so he always gets in fights with the new neighbors when they try to block his driveway or that's park absurd in it. yeah that's ridiculous but it's his that's fine so but i can get that sign printed up asap oh of course yeah um but yeah he shares the driveway with multiple people even though it's technically on his land deed i think that now, gives them the right to key all their cars and slash their tires i think so too maybe piss on their windshields in addition to the driveway there's a strip of land that runs along one of the neighbor's house that is also his. Oh. And so it's like it's like probably a yard wide and just runs the length of the driveway. Uh-huh. But it, it looks like it should be the neighbor's property. Yeah. It just isn't. Okay. Um, Because it literally like presses up against their wall. Yeah. But if he ever wanted to put like hedges in there, because right now it's just rock, like rock um, landscaping, which is kind of ugly, but it's whatever. Uh, if you ever want to put plants in there or the neighbor ever wanted to put plants, he would be responsible for taking care of it, even though it would only benefit the neighbor. Thoughts. 
What does he have animals? Your uncle. He has two dogs. Okay, when they pass away, can he bury them there? That's a great idea. Thank you. Incredible. Thank you very much. Um, but that's just the start of how kind of weird this house is. Okay. Because that back entrance that I was telling you about, the one that we park at to get into the house, the entrance that we actually go through goes through to his courtyard. Now, if you think about a courtyard, normally it's a fully enclosed thing, right? Okay. Like surrounded by the house. Well, yeah, I wasn't even like, I, I, I didn't realize this house had a courtyard. This sounds so fancy. It is kind of fancy. Uh-huh. But for in his case, it's like a half courtyard. Because, like I said, he's pressed right up against the neighbor. So if you were to combine his house and the neighbor's house, it kind of makes a full courtyard. There's like a gap, obviously, between the two okay. houses. But they line up as if they would be a full courtyard they in look, a full square. Okay, okay, okay. Now, when you go through this entrance, there is house on the le- right and house on the left. The main house is on the left, but there is just a random separated single bedroom on the right. Uh-oh. Just a single room just off on its own because you have to be able to enter through that area. But the the overall shape of the house is like this big bracket shape. That's weird. And so it's just there's this random cutoff in one of the short ends of the bracket. Yeah. And just a little room plopped on its own. Good for that little room. Honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you enter into the courtyard, then you take a left, and then you kind of go through the door. Uh-huh. This is not really the front door, but it's kind of the front door. Again, it's weird because of the driveway. Is there more weird stuff about this house? One more weird thing. One more, okay, okay. They have like a loft area that is the entirety of the second floor, and it is just one room elevated on the second floor for no clear reason. Wait, so there's no bedrooms on the second floor? just a big old open area it's not even particularly big just an open area that'd be good if they have kids it could be their playroom yeah i think they're going to use it i uh his wife does like art stuff and works okay. from home so oh she's true. Work so like a studio there. yeah That's and then do cute. her she does drip acrylic paintings yeah okay 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 so she's that gonna do sense. that there I was um, going to say, I've very odd. been helping our dear, sweet friend, Steve, in apartment search more recently. I did a while back, and then this past week, we, we hopped on Discord, and he was showing me a bunch of, like, virtual tours of apartments he was looking at. Mm-hmm. And there was one apartment complex, because he's looking at the smallest apartments you can find in Austin. He's open to 300-square-foot apartments, and I don't think he fully comprehends how small that is yet, um, but he will soon. And one of the apartment complexes had three different units of studios that range from like 300 to 600 square feet. And they come with TVs like installed in the apartment already. But the locations where they've installed the TVs are so absurd. Like beyond like in one of the the studios, there's like, you, you know, like the utility closet that the tenants don't have access to. It's just kind of like a weird door that only maintenance can really get into. Mm hmm. There's one of those in a really prime location, right? Like right in the living room. And it, has, it looks like it's high vaulted ceilings, right? So like pretty tall ceilings. And then above the utility door in the <laughs> corner is where the TV is. And it's just like you couldn't connect anything if you wanted to. Like with HDMI, like you'd have to like, I don't even know how you would go about it. Like maybe in like drill a shelf into the utility door. It's really confusing. And then another one is like this 300 square foot one that's super tiny. There's like, you enter it, there's a tiny little open space to your right's the bathroom, to your left is the bed in the kitchen, right? And it's just all one tiny room. Mm-hmm. And the only space you could plausibly fit like a desk is straight ahead when you enter the apartment, right? Mm-hmm. 
but they've decided to plop the TV right in the middle of that wall. So you can't put anything along it. And it was just the, the worst decision making you could make. Like it's like, I get you're limited in space. It's a studio apartment. They're, they're quite small in nature, but there were much better decisions that could have been made. They were using your grandpa's stud finder. It was the only <laughs> they stud really they were. Find. <laughs> That's so unfortunate. <laughs> and so, uh, Stephen was actually up here in Austin today at the time of this recording, touring some apartments with his mother, and I believe he found his one Grayson. Wow. Okay. And I don't mean to dox him. I already released what college he went to on the podcast. So, I mean, let's be careful with our words here. But he might be close to a location that rhymes with Schmuller Lark. So, good to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. I think so. Which is so much more reasonable. Steven, throughout this entire job search, thought his job was going to be right downtown Austin, and he was looking at really expensive apartments because of it. Mm-hmm. And then when he fi- oh he see he got the official job offer by the way. Steven's Woo-hoo, moving to Austin. Yeah, Stephen. We're so proud. Um, he, when he finally got it, he realized the job is actually not there. The job is actually. <laughs> by that location I just mentioned a little bit ago, by this beautiful park with a lick ice cream, you know? Mm-hmm. And, oh, I have m- more to talk about with Steven and ice cream later, too, if you if you remind me, Grayson. Oh, boy. Uh, but he he's over in a completely different area, and he was looking at apartments there. And after looking for like a, at a couple of them online, he was like, you know what? I just want to live in the downtown area that he was like originally planning on. But, like... The downtown area he wants to live in, East 6th Street, is like very hipstery, bars, clubs, you know. It's not Dirty 6th, right? Right. But it's like very social, like... Stephen would not... Yuppie. Vibe with it, probably. No. No. And I get maybe the fact that like you can go downstairs and there's like things to do and Mm -hmm. he doesn't have a car. That could be appealing, you know. But the things to do don't strike me as stereotypically steven yeah i can't really see steven bar hopping and the reason people spend so much money to live there is because of the nightlife right and its central location to downtown Mm -hmm. which he no longer needs right so i'm a little relieved to find that the apartment he liked most was not there Mm -hmm. because it's like why do that to yourself right yeah i think so i think so grayson Uh, okay but the ice cream Steven recently downloaded a Facebook or sorry, he downloaded the Facebook app and created a Facebook account. Okay. This was, I, I was surprised Steven didn't already have a Facebook account, but he didn't. Right. Okay. He created his first ever, I assume first ever Facebook account um, for one reason and one reason only. Do you know what that reason is? No. Okay. He, he wanted to make an offer on Facebook marketplace for an ice cream making machine. Um, and the only way to do it was creating a Facebook account. And Steven proceeded to show me like 30 or 40, at least like, that's not exaggerating. Like we watched many TikToks of this ice cream machine. And basically you, you pour like milk or protein powder or a protein drink and you mix it in with just whatever ingredients you want. You freeze it for 24 hours. You put it in the ice cream maker and boom, you got ice cream or sorbet. And we, he really wants it, but the machine costs like $260. And as of right now, Steven doesn't have 
income per se. He's about to, mm-hmm. um, but he doesn't. And this person was selling it for like half the price on Facebook Marketplace unopened, which is a little suspicious to me, but maybe it's real. You never know. Steven's open to find out. He was getting really frustrated that they didn't respond within the first few hours. But here's hope. Here's praying that they've responded since. Mm-hmm. He wants to make nasty ice cream and give it to you. I'm sorry to spoil the surprise. <laughs> but I told him, you know Grayson's not going to eat the ice cream if you don't tell him what it is, right? And there wasn't really much of a response to that. I, I, but, but why let that get in the way of a great idea, you know? Of course. Exactly. Exactly. Yet again, another person out of the list of people conspiring against conspiring you behind my back. Conspiring against you, honestly. Tell I've me, had such a week of being conspired against. Tell me more about the conspiring bitches, Grayson. No, I don't want to. You don't want to? I don't know if it's podcast topic. <sighs> I guess so. I guess so. Well, I, I can tell you about some bitches conspiring against me. Please okay? do. We have our circle of friends, okay? We have our core. And I consider our core me, you, Han, Steven, Bim, and Chargill, mm-hmm. right? And I've today, August 16th of 2000, is my birthday. I lied to everyone last week on the podcast. That wasn't my birthday. Get you liar. Fucking losers. Honestly. And so today, at the time of this recording, is my real birthday. Happy birthday. Fucking gullible, Lou. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and I have received birthday wishes from, well, you. Sent it right around midnight. That's right. Hans did the same. Um... And then later, like midday, I received a text message from Bim. And Bim said, finally legal. And was really excited about that. So that's huge. You know, Bim sent me a similar message on my birthday. I would have imagined, yeah. Um, I think she said something like, congrats on double digits or something like that. Well, not finally, finally legal. double digits or something like that. No, not finally legal. Finally double digits. God damn. She doesn't know that we're the same age. I don't think so. Ah, oh, what an idiot honestly fucking dumbass um i need to check it you keep talking the point of this all goes to say that's where it ended as far as that core six goes grayson (gasps) nothing from steven nothing from chargill and so what am i meant to do okay bim on august 6th texted grayson and said happy birth guay the guay double digits that that sound at the end was party emojis um congrats on the double digits thank you you know how 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 has that been you're 10 days into being in your double digits terrible terrible everyone's conspiring against me no you heard that happens when you hit 10 man it's true it happens it people get jealous yeah you know they really really do so they get they get an ego about them grayson okay we gotta humble them i think so let's start by humbling steven okay how do how do we do that um you can't shit there's no universe damn it no you're right you're absolutely right i was humbled a little bit ago oh no uh it was before you arrived back to your apartment i was here a little bit before you not in your apartment but in the vicinity of your complex Mm -hmm. and i was sitting outside a restaurant reading this book to my left it's called love's executioner by Irvin yalom okay it's it's basically it's from a really famous therapist and he talks about five clients he had and how they they just show lessons about therapy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I started in public just cry- like it was like immediate, like just like a sharp pain and I was crying out of nowhere, Grayson, in response to this book. But I was outside of a restaurant just sitting at a table by myself and 
that had never I've, I've cried I think I've probably cried to a book before like you know or at least teared up mm-hmm. okay but definitely not in public you know mm-hmm. and I didn't see it coming it wasn't the kind of thing where I could have been like no I'm not gonna do it it just hit me like a ton of bricks okay and I still don't know why the, the the whole like the whole book is is sectioned into five parts and each part is him working with a different client in therapy and I'm not even done with this part it's like four or five pages into it and he's working with this client who's terminally ill with cancer and he's gonna like die in a few months but he's like the shittiest human being you've ever met like just treats everyone terribly his only goal in life before he dies is to fuck as many women as possible before he even had cancer his only goal in life was to fuck as many women as possible he just doesn't care about people like doesn't really have a family he has kids but like he doesn't know them because they live in south america and like all kinds of shit, you know, but just mm-hmm. a terrible person. And then he goes to like this group therapy session that the therapist set up for him with one of his student therapists. And in the group session, one of the, the members of the group admitted to being raped and how it was like a terrible experience. And then the, one of the therapists said that she was raped too. And then he kept asking details about it and admitted to being sexually aroused by it and kept asking de- like really specific details about the rapes. And that was kind of the introduction of him of like how he's just like a gross person. Mm-hmm. But then there's one therapy session with this gross person and everything changes. It's just one session. And it got to the very end of that session. And then they just, it just, they came out. They came out, Grayson. What's a boy to do, but come out? What? I don't know. I was just waiting for a response. You're staring at me. I don't get it. You don't get what? What did they do? My tears? No, they, the person oh. in the therapy session. The therapy session? Well, like I mean, it's it was like fifteen pages of a book. I don't I don't really know how to consolidate it. Like he like th- that's kind of his general attitude, right? Mm-hmm. But he has these kids, and apparently, in like the course of therapy, because they've been meeting with each other for a few months, him and the individual therapist, the one who wrote the book, only saw one moment of like actual emotion and vulnerability from him, and it was like when he mentioned like having kids in his very first session, like having a daughter and a son. And then it gets to like the session right after he did all that, the weird prying about the rape Mm -hmm. and how he's like, is really like brazen about the fact that if rape were legal, he would do it at least like every once in a while. And like how in a perfect world, he'd be able to rape people and shit. And then the therapist is like, I didn't want to say it because I thought it was like really like trite and obvious and stupid, but he made a comparison of like well like where does your daughter fit into that world like you just like if she you like are you cool with her just like being prone and subject to just any guy who wants to come up and rape her and he was like no and then the therapist was like okay so like what happens you just keep her in solitude for her entire life and apparently the guy believes in reincarnation and the therapist is trying to get him to see how like if you believe in reincarnation and karma like what the fuck are you doing? Like what you treat everyone like shit and just like really obvious stuff. But he was saying like the moment he just did like the really obvious stuff and pointed it out to him. He was a completely different person, but it was a lot more artful than that. A little bit more delicate. Mm. That's a general kind of rundown, you know? Okay. Yeah. 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 But terminally ill with cancer. It sounds like he deserved it. The, the terminal illness with cancer. Yeah. Mm. He was also uh, obsessing about, uh in that therapy session where like everything changed for him he was obsessing about a woman he met he he has joined six different churches 
um, all in attempts to fuck women because uh, he just thinks it's an easy way to meet them. And at one of the church like social groups or whatever, social outings, he was talking to a girl and like they were hitting it off. And also he's like really decrepit at this point. He has no hair anywhere on his body. He's like gaunt skinny, but like he has a really swollen neck and swollen joints all from the chemo, right? Mm -hmm. So like not looking his best, you know? And uh, he's like hitting it off with this woman. And then she has to like leave to, I don't know, she has to leave the, the church thingy, right? And he didn't offer to walk her to her car. And he, he is obsessed about the fact that he didn't, he forgot to walk her to her car off for two. And that if he would have, there's a 10% chance that they would have been married or gotten married eventually. Um, and then the therapist has to like have him do a reality check of it and be like, you like, she's a 23 year old. You're like an old dude with cancer. I feel like the odds are not one in 10 that you're getting married, mm -hmm. but again, a little bit more artful than that. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, there's that dude. What an interesting read. <laughs> it's a fun book. The first patient, because I'm only I've only finished one of like the five sections, mm -hmm. was about an old lady in her. Did I already talk about this with you? I don't think so. Is an old lady in her seventies, and she's married. She's been married forever to this like m old military dude, right? Happily married, or so he thinks, does the husband. Husband's not really involved. This is the lady that's a patient. She's 70 years old, and eight years ago, uh, she had a therapist. He was like a student therapist, right? And like they hit it off, and like they had like great sessions together, but eventually like he had to terminate because he was moving on from like his student internship to like mm -hmm. doing other work. And then like a, two years go by, and they have a chance meeting in like Union Square Park or whatever. And then they end up hitting it off and they get dinner and they end up having like this 27 day like fling and like they hook up the first night and this is like her ex-therapist, right? Mm -hmm. That's not allowed. And basically ever since that 27 day fling, she's been obsessed with him, but he ghosted her after the 27 days. And then like within a month after he ghosted her, she tried committing suicide and then she left a voicemail for him being like, I tried committing suicide because of you. And then he showed up at the hospital and wasn't like the same. It wasn't nice to her anymore. And then it, now eight years have passed and she's 70 and she's still obsessed with this guy and can't live a happy life because she's obsessing about him and wants the therapist to like him, even though he refuses to like acknowledge her existence, even though she leaves voicemails every day. Um, yeah. Interesting. You know, I think so. I think so. He ends up hosting a group therapy session with all three of them. He gets the old therapist to come in. You know, and originally the one who's writing the book, the good therapist, he's like, he's of course repulsed by this dude, right? Because he's like, you violated like your job as a therapist. You probably are a serial abuser of your patients. Like he's making all these assumptions about him. And then when he has him in the session, he's like, oh shit. Like apparently he was like going through a psychotic break when he hooked up with the girl. Like, and uh, then the reason he ghosted her is because he was like institutionalized. Uh, and then when he visited her in the hospital, it was like the day he got out of his own mental hospital. Mm -hmm. um, and so he was just in a complete daze. And then since like he like kind of came to and like hasn't like been in psychosis, like he immediately stopped being a therapist because he was like, oh, I, I'm not responsible enough to do this. Mm -hmm. um, and so then he was like, oh, shit. OK, very different view. Like he was. Yeah. Still not 
a good thing that he did, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, it fucked up someone really bad because he broke his, like, ethical requirements. But less so his choice, you know? Not yeah, so and serial he, he recognized, you know. Yeah, he stopped on his own. He fixed it. Yeah, absolutely. So, interesting stuff. I, fixed it is the wrong word. He had... Um, <clears throat> he cut off communication, which is probably the smart thing to do. Probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so, I think so. But fixed it is the wrong word. What am I... There's a better word for that. Well, what are you referring to when you say fixed it? Well, fixed it is just completely incorrect. Okay. I just mean more like he did the self-reflection necessary to like recognize he his own corrected. fault. Course corrected. That's yeah, a much yeah, better yeah, way yeah, to yeah. put it. And that also, I think it's so impressive because, again, this dude writing the book is like a very famous like psychotherapist and he like invented existential therapy. And he's still alive. He's like 90 years old and still does sessions. What a guy. Mm-hmm. But they're like, he does, I think, like almost all virtual now because it's like people from around the world want to have one session with him and he charges like 400, 500 bucks per session. Um, that feels kind of cheap. Yeah, honestly. But if he's doing enough of them a day, and it's really probably not that deep of psychotherapy if he's just meeting with other therapists, you know, mm-hmm. for like one-time meetings. Right. Yeah. Or if it's someone who can't afford to do like actual, like full-on therapy with him, they're making enough money where their problems are like probably going to be able to be solved, mm-hmm. you know? That's what my abnormal psychology professor used to say all the time is that the mental health crisis would be solved when the poverty crisis is solved because there's a direct correlation between poverty and mental illness, um, which is exciting, you know? How do you feel about Dr. Anschel saying that? I don't know. What do you mean? I, well, like, my thought is what direction is it really, like, insinuating is the problem? Well, I think that the, it, it's shown that like the like when wealth increases like in the, the lifespan of a person it would also be going down you know mm. yeah 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 i, I assume. get that yeah but yeah. i don't know I, it almost feels like you're more prone to be impoverished if you have a bunch of mental issues especially more severe ones like right yeah so i don't know it feels like a cyclical problem that i don't know you can necessarily be like let's fix poverty and then suddenly it's fixed uh-huh because, what? like, what is the implication of that? That, like, yeah. Like, if you take some, if you alleviate poverty, you put a bunch of welfare out there. Uh-huh. Is it suddenly going to remove any opportunity for someone to be mentally ill and then lower their standing life? Like, it doesn't necessarily add up to me. Uh huh. Because you can definitely make your life worse, regardless of how much, like, welfare or wealth you have. What if there's just, like, an overall, like, you're not going to cure it? per se right like you're not getting rid of mental illness but it could probably get rid of a lot of the baseline cases you know i would agree with that yeah but the mental health crisis being solved when the poverty crisis being solved seems like well then would it become it wouldn't be a crisis anymore right if you solve the majority of it i don't know if you solve the majority of it you don't think so no because i feel like the majority of quote-unquote mental health issues are like walking wounded it's like not psychosis and schizophrenia and bipolar you know it is like depression and searching for meaning and anxiety and stuff you know i would agree that i think that's the majority but yeah i don't know to what extent fixing poverty is going to fix depression well i think it gives people more resources to pursue health right Uh, Yeah. yeah i don't know and like pursue things that give them meaning maybe yeah 
but I don't know. It seems like depression is on the rise regardless of your like economic standings. How do we how do we look at what's the least impoverished country in the world? The least impoverished country? Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably one of those tiny countries like Luxembourg that's really a tax haven. We got to look at their mental health stats. Maybe. Mhm. It's clear. It's clear cuz rich people can't be depressed. No, you're onto something there, yeah. But the main takeaway I had from middle class sure psychology. Rich people know. Well, yeah, well cuz middle class is just a kind way of saying poor. Yeah. You know? It's like it's how COVID. second place is first loser. It, yeah. Exactly. Except really middle class is like seventh place. Exactly. Exactly. Sorry, I just glanced at my boy oh boy list of of topics for this episode. And I, my eyes just locked on one of them. And the topic says, fuck Joy-Cons, Grayson. Really unreal. This is the root of my mental illness. Rightfully um, so. As of the past seven days. Is my Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons. I'd never had problems with it. I have an, I've had a Nintendo Switch since, I think, junior or senior year of high school. Right? Like 27. Whatever year it came out, I got one. Right? Mm-hmm. And... I've never had problems with any of my Joy-Cons. And technically, my original ones that came with the console still work perfectly. But my extra ones I got with the Mario Party bundle or whatever, they don't work now. One of them, the green one, has fucking Joy-Con drift now. Every once in a while, it comes and goes. And then the other one, my yellow remote... Whenever you press one of the top buttons, like, you know, like the bumpers, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what they're actually called, but those buttons on the very top of the remote, when you press one, it just, like, it'll come back up. Like, it presses, like, regular. But in the game, it treats it like you're holding it down for, like, five seconds, even if you tap it once. And so that really fucks with my drifting in Mario Kart. I would imagine. A lot. Now, JC. Yeah. I want to maybe blame Joy-Cons. I do. Yeah, I want to be on your side with this. Oh, maybe it's the abuse. Yeah, but I've seen you hold a controller before. Yeah. Or better yet, I've heard you hold a controller before. Yeah. It is it is vicious sounding. But how do you explain the fact that the remotes I've held I've had for longer haven't been devastated yet? Well, it's possible. I don't know how recently you got the other Joy-Cons. But Let's maybe say, you've just used them more. And I know you've been pray- playing Mario Kart quite frequently. So but I normally use my Pro Controller. The only reason I didn't use my Pro Controller is that it was a group of four people. Mm. You know? I don't have enough Pro mm-hmm. Controllers for that to, to be a sustainable lifestyle. Right. Yeah. But I can't uh, keep buying Joy-Cons that are going to break because they're fucking $80. This is true. Yeah, they're way too expensive. For how, like, just shit they are? I mean, my work have worked totally fine. But, like, mo- I'd say it's probably at least 50-50 for people that have had problems with Joy-Cons to not. And for the longest time, I was in that same boat of, like, what are you guys talking about? I've had them for six years. Never had a problem. But now I do. And I'm like, oh, wow. These are pretty expensive for this to be happening. I don't, I don't know if it's 50-50. I will say, if anything, I'm surprised that your Joy-Cons have lasted through your abuse as long as they That's have. so rude. This is so, so mean. Ugh. <sighs> But I guess now I need to get more. But I, I just so. don't want to. <gasps> oh, fuck. I was going to say Nintendo sent me a a code for 10% off for my birthday today. And they did. But it's for like a specific page of their shop. 
if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Like mm -hmm. there are limited items that the discount's eligible for, and they're almost all plushies. Yeah, I or think I've gotten that before. Animal Crossing carrying case, which I don't quite want. Right. Um, my boss gave me a fifty dollar iTunes gift card today. Who the heck has iTunes gift? Well, card that's what I was gonna say. Fifty dollars is like really like wow. That's a pretty big gift for an employee, you yeah. know. Um, but it's but a way to make iTunes. it worthless, you know. <laughs> <laughs> because I haven't used iTunes since I was in middle school. Um, can you use it on the App Store? Maybe you can. Oh, okay, but what the fuck app am I gonna buy? That's a good question. Like the the best use I can think of is, like, if I get an iPad, I could get fifty dollars off of it. If you get an iPad, you could purchase Procreate. Well, no, because it would have already been eaten up by the iPad itself. Oh, I see. Because it says it is eligible for devices, which oh, is cool. Pretty, yeah, that is pretty cool. But I'm not necessarily in the market for an Apple device. You, know? you should be though. Why? Actually, my computer is dying a pretty slow death. Yeah. Which I don't. I'm not a huge fan of. But even when it dies, I'm, I don't think I'll switch to an iPad because I just, I think Photoshop is so much more useful than procreate i guess know? yeah but i could also use photoshop on my ipad just regular like actual photoshop i think they're working on actual photoshop right now there's photoshop for ipad yeah see that's not real that doesn't count do you have generate image no do you have photoshop beta i don't know no i didn't think so so how, how do you expect us to do chargle you could always Tinder do streams? A, a macbook yeah, but I don't really want one because I have one for work and everything's just so much more annoying. That's crazy that you think that. Like, it's just like, ugh. I, I just know how to operate a Windows computer more, you know? Like, it just makes more sense. Boy, who has an Apple computer that he downloaded Windows on. This is true. Okay. But I only did that because uh, certain video games only run on Windows. Mm. Well, and I'm only doing it because Photoshop runs better on Windows. That's just not true. No, it's really not. No, it actually no, no, no. runs a lot smoother on my work computer, and that's a laptop. Well, I guess mine is a laptop, too. But it's a lot better of a laptop than my work one, theoretically. Right. Yeah, that's tough. That's really tough. What flavor ice cream do you want Steven to make you? Peanut butter banana. Why banana? I like banana. Bananas aren't good. In so fact, I forgot to talk about this last week on the podcast because I think I talked about it with you off the podcast. Or maybe it was on the podcast. Who the fuck knows? But Sonic puts banana in their pina colada slushes. Oh, this was off the podcast. We talked about my brother on the way to ice cream. Okay, yeah. Everybody just beware. If you're getting the seasonal pina colada slush from Sonic, it has banana in it. So just, you, you know, know. The definitive ingredients in a pina colada. Pineapple, and then they tried gaslighting me. And banana. I go into the store and I say, I think there's banana in this and I, I can't have banana. And the guy said, no, there's not. And I was like, I, are you, oh, are you like, I think there is. And th there most certainly was. It says it on their website. So, but why'd they say no? Why lie? He was, just, he was playing a joke on you. A mean joke. Okay. Thank God a supervisor came in and gave me a fruit punch slush instead. I'm an adult. <laughs> Good addition there at the end. Thank JC, you. more of my coworkers know about the podcast now. More of them? Yep. 
Dang it. I've, I've, I've somehow kept it away from every single one of mine. So I haven't you're... tried to keep it away. Okay. Like it sometime... sounded at first like you were a at little... At the beginning, I was going to. Yeah. But then I was like, I really don't care. That's good. I'm glad you've come to that point in life of being pr- proud. Oh, no. Okay. No, that would be inaccurate. Okay. Um... Indifferent. Ind- indifferent to boy, oh boy. Okay. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's, uh, again, steps. We're getting there. Yeah. Again, it, it took me at least a month before I told Brandy I had a podcast. Where was I disappearing every Wednesday? Who's to say? <laughs> well, that's kind of the thing that came up to for me. It was like, what am I meant to tell my coworkers when uh, at the end of the day, every Wednesday, I run out of the building Ooh, as fast as I can? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then it was like a thing where anytime I would schedule something with coworkers out of work, it'd be like, well, why can't you do Wednesday? Ice cream? Good ice cream? Like, I had no good excuses. Uh-huh. So, it was just... It's more convenient than... You could have just said that's the day when you get a hooker. I could have, but that would have been a lie, Jason. Oh, sorry. My bad. Also, a very concerning one. <laughs> I mean, it depends on, on, on your morals, you know? If, no, I guess you're right. You're, like, let's say you found one really reliable hooker who you knew was clean, tested, all this kind of stuff. And you just got the same one every week. What's concerning about that? And you know they're not involved in human trafficking. You know? They're getting all the profits of their sex work. JC, that's just a girlfriend that you're paying money to date. Well, not even date. No, it really comes with so few benefits. Uh, uh, Have you considered becoming a pay pig? You know, I can't say I have, but okay. you know, I'm not flush for well, cash. Keep your right heart now. open. Okay. My so, bad. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not really an option. I apologize. Well, it's just, again, keep keep an open mind to these things. Okay, Grayson? You know, we can't count out all our options. Not quite yet. Oh, okay. So what did you, you've decided not to tell them about your hooker addiction. Probably not. You've opted instead to lie about a podcast that's the, that doesn't that's exist. Thing, yeah. Okay. 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 How's that go? I just every once in a while comes in like, oh, you have a podcast? And I'm like, yeah. What's it about? Nothing. Yeah. No, really. What's it about? No, like sincerely like nothing. Is, we talk about hanging up lines for the yeah. first 10 minutes usually. Yeah, no, I, nothing. Uh, we get ice cream. We, we sometimes mention that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of slander gets thrown out there. <laughs> so much. Just in the course of conversation. Yeah. So that's good. Keeping that those honest lines of communication. Have any of your superiors inquired about the podcast? Well, you already knew that I told a manager like way early on in the SSA. Oh, that's forever ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. She okay. was aware. Um, I think my manager now is also aware of it, but I don't remember. Whew. I might not have told him, but there's definitely people on my Whew. team who are aware. GameStop's the kind of environment, though, where it's like acceptable to have a podcast. Everyone's a loser at GameStop. Darn right absolutely absolutely like if you work at gamestop and like your coworker doesn't have a podcast that's kind of weird, weird. Yeah, yeah really very weird but gray the gray what else do you want to talk about this week you didn't give me a list to work with to, to draw your topics from i got signed out of notion i don't remember my password i didn't feel like doing the password reset hans kicked you out of our notion actually is what happened darn it he said fuck <sighs> you grayson he said fuck you this is for me and jc only that's messed up yeah Hans just kicking me out of things lately. 
Yeah, I'm not going to be able to make it Wednesday next week. I'm going to be hanging out with Hans. Recording with Hans. Oh. Yeah. I see. Mm -hmm. Tragic. Mm -hmm. We're calling it Yob Ho Yob. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What, Did I stutter? Maybe a little. I said Yob Ho Yob. I was really benefited by the fact that our boy oh boy list says boy oh boy at the top of it, so it was easy to read backwards. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. What do you mean? It was what you decided to name the podcast, technically. Like, I, Grayson, if in 2017. I might say it's the opposite of what I decided to name the podcast, actually. <laughs> On a sunny November day in 2017. If you hadn't said you wanted to name this podcast Boy Oh Boy, I wouldn't have ever said the phrase Eob Ho-Yob. I suppose so. The butterfly effect. What a see. great name, though. Boy Oh Boy? Yeah. Hell yeah. So those ladies tried to take it from us in 2018, and we that ran them out of town. crazy, yeah. We fucked them up. We messed them up. Hell yeah. We're the only Boy Oh Boy, except for, of course, the other Boy Oh Boy. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, they can stay. They well, of course. dot org. Wait, are we dot org? We're dot org. They're dot net. They're dot net. Yeah. So who's dot com? I don't know. What if dot com's been open this whole time? Just neither of us wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. It's like one of those domains that's like unbelievably expensive, and no one knows why. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, that's unfortunate, Grayson. That's really. Have we ever considered? freebooting all the content from boyoboy.net and just putting it on boyoboy.org like just re-uploading why? it all <laughs> why would we so that way if anyone confusing it's like is confused and they click on our website when they're looking for .net uh we can still bring them the service that they're looking for right and then we can have the podcast start playing immediately when you can we have that happen anyways can the podcast just start auto playing whenever you go to our website <laughs> I don't know how to set that up. Damn it's it. really funny. Oh, this sucks. This su- Is there a way to have a website increase the volume on your computer? I don't think so. Damn it. Not without like malware. This software. <laughs> I'm not opposed, Grayson. I'm really not. I'm really very not. Oh, also, 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 by the way, uh-huh. we are talking about how our dear sweet friend Steven's making the move to Austin, got that official job offer. He was looking around at apartments. One of the things I've been telling him a whole lot about is that the place he was originally looking to move, East Austin, you know, the place where I said it wouldn't really make that much sense for him to live. Mm-hmm. Steven's main concern about it is not the price and how irrelevant the area is to him. His main concern was the crime and homeless. Because I did tell him, like, surrounding East 6th Street is a massive homeless population. But, like, it'll probably be fine. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to get, like, mugged, probably. Or at least not often. And every time I'd bring up those concerns, he'd say, yeah, and I'm not a woman, so. Which is a great point from Steven. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what I thought was very funny is that when he today went to go tour those apartments in East 6th, he was approached by a homeless man um, asking his mom to give him money. Um, which is no mugging by any means. But still, the fact that he did have an interaction with a homeless person it's like validating for me, you know, it's like mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't hype this up for Steven for no reason. They're there, you know, they're mm-hmm. chilling. Well, 
they need money to chill, but they're trying to chill. You know? Sometimes Steven just says the darndest things. Occasionally. Okay, and that's not that wasn't like a one off thing. Like he it was a frequent conversation we had. It, that statement about him not being a woman was said at least three times. Which I'm glad he has the mental clarity to know that now and to be able to make a statement like that. Right, yeah. I'm glad he's really <laughs> yeah. had that moment of self-discovery. Mm-hmm. We were concerned for a little bit. I mean a long bit, but yeah. I think we're past it. I think we're past it. Grayson. Mm-hmm. Gray the Gray. JC. My aunt from Syracuse, New York, was in town. I think she's still technically in town for like a couple more days, right? Oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, but she's staying in San Antonio because her job is now sending her all over the country to do shit. And they happened to just send her to like San Antonio, right? Mm-hmm. But she wanted to get a tattoo by me, so she came up to get one on Saturday. But what's cool about her being here in Texas on a work trip is that she and her business partner uh, have a company card and have all their uh, expenses from housing to food to travel, every single part of it expensed. And so they've been going to every steakhouse and every expensive restaurant possible so when they were up here they were looking for a steakhouse and they were like oh do you want to join us and i was like "Mm, i probably won't if you go to a steakhouse and they're like oh well do you know anywhere else in the area and the one fancy place i know in this great city of austin is a restaurant called abba on south congress okay and it's this uh i don't even know if it's family style i don't know if that's the proper word for it right but it's like you're expected to get multiple plates per person. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's the opposite of family style instead of one big plate for everyone. Is that the one that you went to with Brandy and you only got like starters or something? Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. And there's no starters, right? Like it's like five sections of their menu, but it's split up by the kind of food, not mm-hmm. like the kind mm-hmm. of meal, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Except for desserts. Desserts is separate. Um, and when we went there, Grayson. Because, again, that was my only suggestion of, like, a fancy place. And usually when we go, when I've gone with Brandy, we're very selective because it's so expensive. But also the food is so unbelievably good. Mm-hmm. Um, they they ordered, like, my aunt probably got no fewer than 10 dishes and her friend got no fewer than 12. Because uh, they, like, they take their shit to go. Like, they pack up what they don't eat and they eat it over the next few days. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Grayson, each dish averaged about, like, $18. That's crazy. Um, but I got to reap the rewards. And we sat there for two hours eating nonstop as they brought out basically half their menu. And it's just I, – I don't get – I don't eat at fancy places ever, you know? That's mm-hmm. probably the most expensive restaurant I've eaten at. And just – I get it. Like I get why people, if they have the finances, why they would. Because right. it's just so good. Unbelievably good. Like, I can't even describe how good it is. Like, there's probably no point in me describing what each of the plates was, because who cares? But holy shit, Grayson. Holy shit. So, the point is, you got to get wealthy. That's the plan. And then we can buy the cheese kebabs. At ABBA. That's not what they're officially called. They have a way fancier name, but that's the gist of it. Okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's great. Even better, we get wealthy and serve the cheese kebabs at Marianne's Coffee Shop. Holy shit. I don't know why. I wasn't picturing Marianne's for a second. I was picturing just us serving them to the homeless. Like, 
taking it to the streets and handing them skewers. What? I don't know. Not even with the cheese. Just the skewers. Just the skewers. You're, well, we have a big bucket. We don't, tell, we don't tell them what to do with it. We just walk up to them, look at them, hand them a skewer, and walk away. Oh, so we don't have food with us, you're saying? Just, no. We could do that. Just the skewers. The plan you're proposing is very doable. We don't even have to get wealthy for that. No, we really don't. We should dress up like chefs when we do it, though. <laughs> That's the cruelest idea. <laughs> what do you mean? That's so cruel. <laughs> I mean... Like, in that instance, I don't think it matters that we're not women. We're getting stabbed with a skewer or two. 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steven's probably fine, though, in that instance. Yeah, probably. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I would have to imagine. I would have to imagine. Um, Grayson, also, separate from that, too. I, I, I've talked to you before about some of my coworkers and the role I have at my job. And what I do a lot of is, like, collecting content from them right so it's or i guess scripts and blogs and writings and stuff from them mm-hmm. and can i tell you how fucking easy it is to clock when someone's using chat gpt okay like forever there are all those concerns back in the beginning of the year of like what are teachers gonna do how are teachers gonna handle chat G- if you're a teacher and you can't tell when something's written with chat gpt you're a dumb motherfucker okay <laughs> like it's just so unbelievably obvious. I would agree with you. In reading like articles and stuff online, yeah. it's like, come on. Come yeah. On. Well, when you repeat yourself, especially for the articles, five times mm-hmm. within the article, the same fact before you actually get to what the headline's about, it's a little bit of a tell. Yeah. You know? But I don't even think that's ChatGPT. I think that's the whatever software they were using for the past five years before <laughs> ChatGPT was invented. Maybe. Yeah. But. It's just, it's crazy. Because, like, of course you can use it as a base and, like, build from it and shit, right? But But if you do none of the building. That's, yeah. So, it, oh. And I'm not upset about it, right? Because I couldn't give a shit less if they're writing their own original scripts, right? Right. Like, ideally they are, but I don't care, you know? Mm -hmm. And I guess maybe that's where it's a bit tougher. Because if you're a teacher, you just can't accuse them on a whim. But, again, at the same time. It's like, come on. It's not a difficult. I've seen test. things uh, where teachers have posted, and the students just don't remove the parts where the program, when ChatGPT is like, as an autonomous self-learning language model. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's hilarious. And it's like, okay, well, that's probably a giveaway. <laughs> that's very yeah. funny. That's very funny. I saw something when I just used ChatGPT the other day. There was like a little like locked version at the top you could switch to. It said like ChatGPT 2.0, and a locked sign next to it. And I wonder if that's how they're going to start making money. Is the better versions, probably. Yeah. Is it going to be worth it? Because I'm kind of know. excited for it to have information past 2020. You know? Right. Like, I feel like that'll help just so much. I think the issue is it'll be super good if it can, like, learn and recognize information and not be uh, meddled with. Like, if it's truly an autonomous language yeah. model. Yeah then it'll be really good because then it'll be interesting to see like when it takes the full breadth of all human information available on the internet, what answers it gives. Yeah. But if it's moderated in any capacity and it's just the most generic nonsense answer, it's like, oh, yeah, that'd be lame. Yeah. That's super fair. Like 
I the peak of AI it was honestly back in 2016 2015 when there was that Twitter bot I think it was called Emma and they, Emma AI and they talked it into being like a Nazi well they just unleashed it on Twitter and said and said Twitter how you interact with this robot is going to inform how it responds to people and it did become a full on anti-semite within the day like spewing that is, really I nasty would agree with rhetoric. you the peak of ai yeah it's truly just a marvel of humanity because that was when we knew even less about it and i was i was like 15 at the time so that was like all my exposure to ai <laughs> so it's like oh wow i sincerely think that there is a non-zero chance that that's what spells the end of humanity is we think it's so funny to teach these robots to be evil uh-huh. that we unintentionally teach the wrong robot to be evil <laughs> and then next thing we know we got an evil terminator this is so sad this is so sad well grayson is there anything else you'd like to talk about on this edition of boy oh boy you know i think i'm good as we ride off into the it's not really a sunset anymore it's very dreary as we look toward the end of humanity yeah but it is quite the bright sunset if we look a little bit east at episode 300 of boy oh boy let's go next week guys get ready get excited strap in for what is bound to be a 20-part series on, on really, I, I, again, there's no easy way to put it. The war crimes committed by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. As he's known legally. Um, do you have anything to add to that to tease for episode 300 next week? No, I was hoping that you would just say goodbye, everybody, Good. at the very end. I mean, we could do that, too. Okay, let's run it back. Okay. Uh, so next week, we're going to have a podcast about The Rock. Goodbye, everybody. Audio. <laughs> Not quite what I was looking for. Oh. O-Y-O-B-O-I-B-O-Y-O-B-O-I. It's the podcast you never heard.